My spidey sense is tingling. He's the host that, uh, during his Orange Theory workout, flips over mud tires, I imagine. He's slim. He's the host of this Paper Keg podcast show, episode 246. Welcome to this show. We'll read your letters live, close it out, after a big book club this week. You know, first of all, we're three friends. Barely. Associates. We associate with each other. We get together to read a book club. This week, Reign of the Supermen. One time for the gangsters. Time for the killers. Double up for them gangsters. Well, I wrote this for criminals, but they the ones who wrote the law. They ain't on TV Three living hosts of Paper Keg. The only three hosts that's ever been on the show. Ever. You know, two of which just got done a raucous, rocket league sesh. To, to, to come to do that, to come from that. This is either going to be the greatest show we've ever done or the worst show we've ever done. Fact. I imagine it's a very maverick and Iceman. After returning from that overseas engagement, now you're on the aircraft carrier. You see each other from across the pit crew crowd, and you just beeline for one sure. another. Yeah, you've been changed. Sure, together. or like Melded before the uh, before the actual engagement in the movie when Iceman's like on Maverick. And like Iceman's like, I really need you, and uh, and Maverick's just like zoned out, and he can't like find the the pedal of his car. That's me. I'm Maverick in this instance. I'm trying, like my car doesn't move. Slim's like, I really need you more than ever right now, and I'm just like hovering under the car, the ball, and I can't move. I can't do anything because I'm an idiot. You hear this guy, Slim? He's Maverick. You hear that? Of course. He is the Paper Keg Maverick. Dale underscore A, welcome back to the show. Feels great to be back, guys. Thank you for having me once again. Paperkeg.com. Rocklenift is our hashtag. And uh, we're here, you know, mid reign of the Superman. We've seen this through. We're going to see it through to the end. Hint, hint. We've got to. Uh, final living host could not join us for Paper Keg Rocket League prowess this evening. Uh, he's a writer, alleged writer. Jonesy loves beer. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I will definitely not try to curtail the show so that I can jump in the Rocket League play afterward. I definitely won't wink to my best wink to do the shortest wink recap of a comic ever wink you know there's nothing wrong with 30 minute episodes let's be frank with each other people just want to hop in their car and be entertained for one part of their commute yeah i mean that's in the rule book page one we assume that their commute is only 30 minutes then we'll be safe if their commute if their commute is longer than 30 minutes and they have to split it up like listen to our show in two halves and I apologize because that's that is bad for business let's get a Twitter <laughs> vote LA fake apology you know a Twitter vote would be like six hour episode please We're not, no that's way that's not gonna happen sure come on it's a hashtag six hour yes. I, by, the, I, by the ten or six hour the t- by the ten people that engage with us on Twitter yes There's, if we let's we put out a, a poll 30 minute 60 minute 90 minute and then 90 minute plus, maybe. They'd all vote for 90 minutes. 1,800 minute, you know jerks. What we really should do is just pick a listener each week to dictate the episode link to us. Like, just mess with somebody for a week. 
And I just give them like the reins of the show, like Karate Chop. Mm-hmm. You out there, babe? Next week, how long you want it? And Listen, then he Jen, says, "This is 10 why minutes. you're not a producer of the show. Oh this, is no this. this is why Your I have no voting rights. This is why I can't. I don't have any a zany. <laughs> just a little too zany. Your hair slicked back. Looks like it hasn't had soap in it for a week and a half. I know that feeling. We've all been there. Get that I'm natural gonna, product in your hair. Get the side shave. Just to, you know, I don't have to worry. I can just glean off the side of my head when I'm stressed out. You know." Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably not to get too deep a dive into what he does for a living, but that's probably some conveyor belt oil in there, all <laughs> kinds of things, some sort of mechanical juice. I think conveyor men have died it, it, doing that trick. They try to get that conveyor belt oil in their hair, yeah. and their scalp gets caught, and they're dead. You guys want to hear a really gross story about conveyor belts? Oh, my gosh. So tell us at, our, at, one, at one of our facilities, not the one I work at, but Slim, make sure you don't edit any of this part out so it's just as riveting. We have a big show. Reign of the Supermen is our book club. Jonesy is downing that monster like Gosh. he's in the Sahara Desert, and that's the only liquid he's seen in weeks. Uh, Reign of the Supermen, I think it's the third, maybe the third portion of the whole Death of Superman storyline. What's, what's the One fifth? One more left. What's huh? the fifth? Return of Superman? Return of Superman. What's the fourth? So there's Death of no, Superman. No, Return of... Funeral. I said third. So the fourth one's the final one. But like, there's five what? total. Are you sure about yeah. that? Yeah. Is it Death of, Funeral, Rain, I know. Return. return. Look, I... So there's four. I mean, I... Yeah. We get the show intern on it. There's definitely five. That's where all the solicits... of Because I do the show posts... And I oh, can't wait. figure out what the fifth is. You do? There's there's one that uh, was released on Comicsology that's just like newspaper clippings, I think. Oh, of okay. The event. So I wonder if they count okay. that. Could be it. I don't know. Let's we'll get the show intern on it. Yeah. Now, before the show, Jonesy was trying to uh, produce a segment for a health update. So I think that means Jonesy wants to give a health update before we get no, into. No, 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 no. I was uh, I was going to inquire uh, about your Orange Theory class. Mm. You know, uh, you seem to be very taken with it. I am. I'm maybe, smitten. Maybe you could talk about it, uh, you know, <laughs> for the group. You know what people ask me, Slim? You know what they want to ask you, Slim, is about your Orange Theory <laughs> class. I, I have taken up a fitness class because I mistakenly agreed to do a Spartan sprint mm. race, which is like American Gladiator in mud and barbed wire. And Orange Theory is Who like, was a American Gladiator, strangely enough. That's true. That's <laughs> true. You're right. Uh, the Orange Theory class is like an hour-long uh, running, rowing, and weights thing. And they have like a heart monitor that you strap to yourself so you can see like how much work you're actually doing. Um, and I actually thought I tweaked my back because I, I lifted too heavy a weight too soon so i was out of commission for the past you're days, just so effing jacked right you know it's just my body is just too sexy it can't be contained it's just popping out i can't is it true you I wear can't. an xl shirt just for the sleeves yes or no <laughs> i can't believe your wife's letting you even record this podcast right now she's probably all over she's, you. she's waiting she's outside Thumping up against the door. The prowess. She's got a lube and a Super Soaker Fifty, just ready to spray <laughs> it as you come out, ready to go. I don't know. I don't know what a, what the difference is between something like this and a CrossFit. It feels like it's pretty intense. It's like intense interval training because mm. you're doing something and your heart rate is going nuts for like literally an hour. So I burned like insane amount of calories. And the, the weird thing was, I never burned that many calories, like 900 calories last class. And I just, I got home and I just wanted to eat everything. I felt like the flash, like right after running, like really far. <laughs> like I ate like a whole bag of spicy potato chips. Jeez, that sounds amazing. When I got home. But I didn't feel that guilty about it because I burned so many calories. That sounds amazing. So my next class is like four hours from now. Right. So we're going to so do the show. We're going to do some Rocket League. And then we'll see where you, your sleep fits into this. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I highly recommend it if you don't want to die. Maybe, I don't know. It's up to, it's up to you. If you can get it's up, up to your capabilities. If you can get up that early in the morning, recommend it is what you're saying. Yeah. If you want to feel the human grease in your scalp, oh you know, push back at the end of a class, maybe that's for you. Conveyor grease. <laughs> I can't. I can't leave my house in the morning without 
like I couldn't go to a gym because once I leave the house and I start to feel like the gush in between my legs, like the old, from old 24-hour body, uh-huh. I need shower, I need soap in between, I need a towel off in between before I leave my house every morning. Otherwise, <laughs> so like going to the gym would be a nightmare, especially the ride home. For then you're 24 wearing, hours like, and then Orange Theory gush yeah. in between. What if you wear like tights, like workout short tights, so you don't have to worry about a gush going on down there? Never thought of or that. Some kind of, you know, like reverse slipperiness. Dale, just, you know, before I get changed to go into Kung Fu, I do I just freshen. Just a little freshen up. Baby wipe action or something. And they go, you know what I mean? <laughs> I got you. Because me and tights. I don't know what that. What does fre- what does freshen up mean in that scenario? You throw you some know, baby powder down there. You, you listen. I've I've worked. Uh, you know, possibly a ten or eleven hour day, which you know, one hundred fifty. I'm sorry, fifteen thousand steps. So there's definitely some gush. You know, swamp gas scenario getting Gaseous. in the neither's. So you know, I you know, I have some gear. You know, I have a gym bag, and I make sure that. I don't offend any of my classmates with any kind of bad smell. So I first, you know, I freshen up a little bit before I get in there and start my workout, you know? He does the change my socks. Now, thanks to the Kung Fu, he does like a Van Damme leg split on the counter and then he flicks the powder (laughs) bottle up, like from below. Yeah. (laughs) I actually just do the split upside down and just like gently toss it up and just let it float. Let it fall into your gooch, I think. Should we get into Reign of the Superman if we have any hope of Rocket League this yeah, evening? Right, Slim, the We groundwork. need to get into Reign of the Supermen by right, a cavalcade of creators. Lightning round description of uh, Reign of the Supermen. Ready? Two sentences or less. Uh, this is what happens. Uh, Superman has left an incredible power vacuum in Metropolis and four different Superman figures come to take up the mantle. Battle for the cow, if you will. Uh, and they are Man of Steel, Superboy, Cyborg Superman, and the Eradicator. Superman-ish. But can anyone really be the real thing? It's a hard rain. In Metropolis, a Superman oh, ring. Boy. Oh boy! Oh, gosh, <laughs> really landed on thick there. So that's it. That's the whole description. Four guys. I'm also Superman. Good to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where do we go? Look, I I'm gonna start four hundred percent better than Funeral for a Friend. If we're going, uh, you know exponential increase mm. in uh in uh, I don't want to just say goodness or quality but it was definitely much more compelling uh probably because I didn't remember any of the origins of these characters so to read them again I thought was crazy like you think when the eradicator is being birthed by the kryptonian robots you're like oh damn this this is the story this is how superman comes back they found his energy in the ether and he steals his corpse back and he's Superman. He's the real Superman. Mm-hmm. And then when you go uh, the cyborg Superman, before you, before you find out his real origin, you're right. You're like, no, this is definitely Superman. They star labs that reanimated his corpse. He's like zombified. This has got to be him. And then even when you get John Henry Irons, uh, I'm sorry, I said that in the, Iron way that my wife makes fun of me for irons, John Henry irons. Uh, when they talk about being a spiritual stand-in and maybe he's the reincarnation of Superman, even the way he acts, you're like, wow, this could be the real deal too. The only one you're sure that is not is Superboy because it's pretty uh, explained thoroughly that he's kind of like this quasi clone of Superman that also has Luthor genes in it. So there's definitely not even a chance that could be him. But the other three, like, for a hot minute, you're like, this could be how Superman comes back. And then the the whole issue kind of either hurts or helps the case 
for each one being Superman, and the judge of these incidents are often the supporting cast. So, very good volume, very compelling. Uh, I felt like I was reading it for the first time, probably because I guess most of the issues I was reading for the first time, but this is actually really good, and I'm not even a DC fan, and I liked it a lot. Yeah, for me, uh, I I mean the for me the iconic, iconic the most to me the most iconic cover was the cyborg Superman draped in the American flag, like mm. that to me is just my ch- that's one of the ones up there like we talked about in some of the X Men books we talked about like that was for me one of the iconic covers but like Jonesy, I really love this volume probably the most so far. Um, the only complaint that I may have last week, just like last week, would be maybe a little. It's a little bit of pacing, reading it so jumbled together like this. Like I don't. Yeah. I really, I kind of think I would have liked to read this monthly to get the feel for this ongoing Superman saga where Superman is dead, and I really got to kind of like stew on the fact that there's these. Po- quite possibly at least two of the supermen could be the real supermen cuz yeah. just because bundled up in this volume like this it's like you know immediately in the same month in the 90s i'm doing air quotes four supermen emerge like within weeks of each other and then they all start to reign and compete with each other right but like since it's so kind of bum- bundled up so tight here, you experience it all at once, and it's it's more like a, a race, and you're not even entirely like over the fact that Superman is dead, and you don't feel the vacuum that he's left. Yeah, and to your point, and Slim, I don't want to jump all over your opinion, but uh, that brings up a good point. If I were reading this in the in the early nineties, um. I'm trying to think about how this would make me feel because it's very heady, very mysterious. Mm-hmm. If you're waiting for it month by month, I can see it as a very compelling thing. Right. You know, like, um, yeah, it's the mystery is being like spoon fed to you over time. And so you might be like, oh my God, Wednesday, we're going to find out for sure. <laughs> and like, you kind of feel like a little bit that spark, like, oh, I wish I was at a comic book store on Wednesday waiting for this issue. And so w- the way we read it, though, that feeling doesn't last very long mm-hmm. because we're we're almost thrown into the middle of it, which is, all right, now how do these characters start to rectify with the supporting cast? And, you know, when you start to really see it through their view, some of the magic is lost because now you're like, all right, so this can't, you can't possibly support for Superman and this story for for very much longer. Right. So when are we going to get to the real Superman coming back? But kudos to the writers for having a comic that uh, I guess is 20 years later that makes you feel that way. And you're reading it in a graphic novel format, but you still have a little bit of that old magic come back. I mean, that's that's to the skill of the people that put the story together. I was. I think my only complaint was that it didn't. The digital edition didn't include those covers, that those gate fold or like the cover with the hole oh, in yeah. it. The Superman shield the was like in covers. it. And you tried to open it to see what was inside. Oh, those weren't. I was. I love those things. I have those. Yeah. How but, about um? Before I forget, because that cover made me think, Eradicator, without a shield and cape, is essentially invincible. His costume. If you think about it, oh yeah, kind of. It's like black and blue with the uh, the yellow eyes. Hmm. The uh, that first issue, I don't know what issue that was or what the cover was because the trade, the digital trade, didn't really have a cover for it. But when they introduce all four Supermen, kind of like their their origin, their first appearance, that that issue was perfect. Yeah, that was Every, weird. I that remember there was that no, issue. There was no like this is Man of Steel where all the other issues it was. I didn't know what that mm-hmm. was. I, I couldn't remember. I was too lazy to look it up. But that issue is so perfect. I remember reading that and being blown away by the little silhouettes of the characters before they first appear. And then it's like, it's it's Superman, but then they show like his face and he's, you know, a half robot. And I was like, whoa, what is going on here? And I just tried to think back to when this came out. I wonder what the, the vibe was of 
the comics industry when these issues were coming out and as a reader, like what people thought. Mm -hmm. And like now it's like, you know what's going to happen three months from now. So I wonder after the first month they started to like solicit for the return of Superman and like he started to like appear and they're like, oh, that's kind of lame. But you don't really know. I mean, the, the robot Superman could be him because they do the DNA test and it's like him and the only thing that's different about him is that he's like half a robot and he's got like computer powers. But the, the, eradicator, the eradicator is definitely him. Well, the eradicator looks like him, but he's like he talks like Robocop or something or like Terminator. He's like but the the origin is his little spirit guide goes into the tomb and steals a corpse and the Kryptonians are just like making a peanut butter jelly sandwich <laughs> with his soul and his body and poof, you got Eradicator. Well, that's 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 his version of it, though. I don't know if you remember how it how oh, yeah, I guess his, eventually right. turns out. Because, I mean, they no, even I did the remember. DNA tests on Cyborg and they're like, well, that's him. But, you know, obviously they, there's you eventually find out that, spoiler alert, none of them are Superman. Um, Superboy. What? I felt, I felt like Superboy's issues were a breath of fresh air. His character, like, like we jokingly said that that one story, that one title, was like the fun, funny Superman title. But like Super, that Superboy series became that. I, I just to stop on that. I I think the Superboy stuff was my favorite, only because you're right. It was such a breath of fresh air and like other than the fact it was a little cheesy he had like cheesy 90s dialogue oh, like to, it was all to over. see cheesy 90s hair to see the story and to be the superman like through a boy's eyes and and like just to be able to like like when you're that age to be able to think about having superman's powers to impress a girl or like think you're on top of the world, but you're like in your own way, cheesy way. You're signing these contracts of how this guy who's going to manage Superman, he he's like signs a contract, and then he, that's going to pee off Luther, like it's a recording deal. But it's like this whole fresh thing. Like you're not this Superman is like new to the world, so he doesn't even know. Well, yeah, there was that one that one conversation, like Lois, obviously through the ringer, through all this, there's like four potential Superman replacements. And and this no dude who shows up is. who's like trying to play the friend card. <laughs> oh, try God, to that guy was a creeper. Oh, yeah. But the, the one bit about the Superboy thing, which I thought was well done, was when Lois is like, you know, have you seen this younger version of, of, Super, of Clark? Do you think... You know, is this how Clark was when he was younger? And they're like, you know, this is not how we raised Clark. Like, this isn't how (laughs) he would have turned out. So this isn't him. And Lois is like, well, you weren't, you didn't raise this Clark. Mm -hmm. So maybe it is him. And so I thought that was a really cool dynamic. Without the Kents raising him, would he have been like this? Right. Like to to like grow up in the public eye, like like a teen starlet or something like that. Yeah. And. Listen, so anybody who's a DC fan, I imagine in a second you're all about to slap your forehead because I'm going to sound so stupid. But is this Superboy Connor Kent? Like, does he eventually become the Superboy that we know? The one with the black T-shirt? Yeah, in current continuity? uh, I don't don't know because I think that Superboy has the telekinesis stuff. Tactile telekinesis. So maybe it is him. I don't know. Everybody who's a DC fan just thought I was a big dumbo. I'm sure. Yeah, I thought the design of Superboy was great. The dialogue in his stories were so 90s. Like, it wasn't even really 90s. It was just like made up yeah. future dialogue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even this, the the Steel storyline, like just for a minute, the Steel comic book was rated R. People got blown up into burning crisp skeletons every other page. Yeah, like none of the other Superman titles had what this had like this had gang violence and kids being murdered and crossfires of gang wars with like laser guns that henry designed like the graphic nature of that title was like stand it, it stood out above all the others weirdly so maybe man of steel was that like more adult superman title i mean they had four Superman titles out, so I guess they had to like yeah, say yeah. 
If you want more gritty Superman stuff, get Man of Steel. If you want fun, get the Superman that has Superboy in it, etc. But yeah, that was like really strange. Like, I mean, you saw a burning corpse a couple times an issue. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that was kind of weird was, I mean, Lois even, like, obviously he's not Superman. You know he's not Superman. So, like, why, I mean, is is Lois's like, internal monologue just him, just her considering him as a potential replacement for the Superman idol? Like, well, she she doesn't. Or do you mean in the boudoir? No, I don't mean that. <laughs> I definitely don't mean that. She, I, I thought she only kind of cursory was curious who he was under the mask because it's just a guy in a steel suit. She doesn't know, right? Who who's under it? And even when they first meet, he's like, "Oh, I'm not Superman." FYI. Yeah, and then she's like, "But he could have the bravery of Clark." Oh, that that like, scene like, was that that was pretty lame. I forgot about that. He, yeah, he was like flying away. She's like, "Oh, it's definitely not him." But yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have <laughs> right. the heart of Clark, and like she's still even emotional. <laughs> like, get out of here, Lois. Yeah, she's probably so delusional on drugs. And the, like, yeah. she's so full of grief. I don't blame yeah. her. And the guy next door is like, "Oh, that's uh, John Henry Irons." Yeah, he's uh, not. Clark. We actually know we have his fingerprints right here. We can prove right. that it's not Clark. Exactly. Who was the, the little the the suitor? That started hanging out with Lois and like was he, he really a little ponytail and uh, I don't, what was his name? Even Jimmy Olsen was like, "Yeah, but it hasn't even cooled off yet." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Clark's burning corpse was just probably yeah. showing another panel somewhere, yeah. still crispling. He's sniffing oh, Clark, around with his no, ponytail. Dinner, okay, I'll go. I liked um, the cast of characters that the Superboy title started to have. The other reporter who was his helper. Uh, on like finding you know events to film in front of and make him look like a star, I thought that was pretty well done. They all they all started to do that. Like the cast of characters really filled out. Yeah, I really liked how they all had their own cast too. Like it, there wasn't too much crossover in between, like who they surrounded themselves with too much. Which mm-hmm. I, I I like. I really liked the Superboy stuff. And I like. I mean the the cy- what about the cyborg Superman with like hardcore Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. In it, like they were all over man, those issues. Crazy! I love that. I mean, I just love that epi- that issue because I just read that issue so many times as a kid. That might have been the other than the die cut cover ones. That might have been the only issue I read out of the Reign of the Superman back in the day. Which one? Which one was that? Was that the newspaper story mm-hmm. with the with him on the flag mm-hmm. cover? Yeah, and it was like mostly just a newspaper story. Maybe there was dialogue at the very end maybe you know that was a great issue i like that guy coming coming to into you know like coming into his talent and then like almost having a clark kent moment like and then trying to say like oh this is the return of clark kent and kind of shoehorned into that uh shoehorned in excuse me to that whole scenario i thought it was great i thought the article was great I thought the design layouts were incredible. It was kind of like it's being typed up on a blog, I guess, or, you know, not necessarily a typewriter. Probably a word processing program <laughs> throwback for your IT guys. You what know, word the, proc. What about the bloodline tie-in issues? I thought they were, the first one, I, or the, I can't remember if it was the first one or second one, was just kind of not good. But then there was that David the first one, uh, I think was Lapham yeah. issue with the, 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 I thought how crazy was it that they brought back that female character that Luther killed? Oh my! In like just a side story. That was I. You, I'm so glad you brought that up because that was insane to me. So in the in the last book we read, Luther is sparring with this female karate instructor, which is fine. But so she kicks him in the leg, and he says well, I wasn't ready, and you're a woman. I could have never been kicked like that. He kills her. Well, don't forget, she does it in front of Supergirl and another person. Right, yeah, that. So he, she, right. like, unwittingly, or maybe wittingly, embarrasses him in front of his underlings and lover. Insolence. And totally kills her and throws her out the storm drain. And then this, this she comes back Rachel Rising style and... Is like there's this whole weird. What's the story with the Bloodlines title to begin with? Like I remember seeing this title. I didn't know if it was Superman, Reign of Superman it looks like related. A weird, a 
a weird storyline that ran in annuals. Do you remember how annuals used to have those kind of weird, funky sea stories run through them? Yeah. They weren't good enough for the main titles that they threw in the annuals. Bloodlines for what? That's what this felt like. Bloodlines. But nice. that was, uh, <laughs> David Lapham was, I mean, that was a great, it was a great story. Yeah, the one steel one I wasn't altogether fond of, where he had to, like, fight the guy that was growing glass out of his body. That one, I don't, I don't know how I felt. That, that was, one. I don't know. That might have been the longest issue of a comic ever. <laughs> that that issue was never ending. That felt like sixty pages. That might have been half of the actual trade was just yeah. this bloodlines yeah. issue with steel. And then that glass, he like hugged his little brother. I'm like, you just killed your little brother, dude. <laughs> and then it turns out he didn't have glass right there on his chest. Luckily, I guess that yeah, one the, specific spot. Even the brother was like, "Don't hug me. You have glass all over <laughs> yeah. yourself." Yeah. I actually started reading this. We, I was trying to finish Tuesday, and then we decided not to record Tuesday. So I kept reading, and I finished it. I thought I had like a hundred more pages to go, and then it just ended, which was a really weird feeling because I wanted to keep going, and I thought there was going to be a whole lot more to this. But I guess you're splitting four titles over one trade. You know, you can only mm-hmm. fit so much story into it i guess i would it just felt like an abrupt ending but maybe because i just didn't realize how far i was but it, it i i think the cover or the preview for the next trade kind of shows you know clark returning and doing and and fighting with the the supermen so i guess that's the majority of the next trade it's like his thor core yeah or yeah. the way i envision is maybe he clark doesn't appear till the end like he didn't die until the end of the death trade I don't know. It's I'd be, like we're. I have I have the last issue. I think where he he kind of is back. So I'm wondering if maybe it's like a three issue or four issue where they do battle. I don't want to spoil who they do battle with, but right. It's pretty pretty good if I recall correctly. The uh, I really love the issue where the cyborg like took Doomsday's body and mm. t- tied him to that asteroid and just launched him out in the space. That was pretty great. Like somebody yeah. getting something done because why are, is Cadmus like holding just Doomsday's body for whatever reason? Just like get something done and Cyborg Superman does exactly that. For S's How, and G's. I felt like, you know, you could you could really, they push really well if that Cyborg Superman couldn't be the Superman. They really did. I mean, it's convincing more than any mm-hmm. of the others. And not just because like he's his DNA matches and it's like Kryptonian robot parts. But the the one scene where he's talking with Lois in the rain, and he's like talking about how he, he doesn't have the memories, and there's this one scene of him like looking up sadly, and his hair is like wet, matted down, where he's like talking to Lois, like I don't remember, I have so much I forget, Lois, and he's like crying. I was like, well, okay, yeah, this could <laughs> be him. <laughs> could you picture his like just? I don't know how he's talking, but all he has is like teeth, like straight metal teeth. He doesn't have lips I can form words with or anything. I mean, can you imagine like just the 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 reality of a cyborg Superman coming back and he's got that like gaudy robot mouth. Right. With that. That's got to be so scary. Just interacting yeah. with that Superman. <laughs> yes, exactly. You would never, ever feel safe like you would. No You're way. always waiting for him to turn. And like, what does his voice sound like? Yeah, exactly. Just, just seeing his mouth move would just be so frightening that no one would ever trust that Superman. I had a flash of him holding Lois, and then in the silence with the rain coming down, you hear do 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 do, like his modem was connecting to something. <laughs> right. Well, he is. He's he's so attuned to computers now. He now that's part of his. I mean, did anyone ask him where he got the robot parts from? Like, you know, who rebuilt you? Like, you right. gonna, can you clue us in at all, Superman? He did keep could that. They not have, could they not have given you a higher-tech robot body with, like, a <laughs> yeah. fake mouth? You think this is a, an alien culture that sent people to other distant planets that would have <laughs> something better than the, t- the T2 Has or the, the crypt- T100? Yeah, have your Kryptonian databases not reached a civilization with, you know, realistic cyborg skin. Or Is I'm that... pretty sure Kryptonians did everything crystals. So I think even a crystal body would have been more apropos yeah. than basically Radio Shack junk, you know, on one side. 
What about the... Not a whole lot. There was a big plus. There's no gangbuster or crime buster in this trade. <laughs> Thank goodness. I felt like Guardian wasn't so bad in the scenes that he was in. Captain America knockoff mm, Guardian. Cheap Captain America? Yeah, he was... Uh, Jonesy alluded to... He had some spit-taking. He's some super, like, S-talking on the Guardian. But he was only in a couple scenes, luckily. I thought he was... I thought him and... Uh, Fake I feel like devil. my ass talking was at normal levels. <laughs> right. I mean? right. How about uh, Captain know, Sawyer showing up? Remember her from Detective from uh, Gotham Central? Well, yeah. I think she might Maggie have been in the, in the last trade, too. Uh, I don't I think, think so. she was. The blonde? Yeah. Yeah, she was in the last one with the guy with the top hat or whatever cap, captain yeah. that has that weirdo hat. Slim, generally you can't go by my memory. But I want to say you're wrong here. Either I, way. I feel like I read several. All right. So who was with? All right. So the, hashtag slim no or slim yes. Who was the female cop with the captain that went into the sewers into the underworld? Who was No, his that partner? was uh, Turpin. An, yeah. Who was Turpin? Turpin's the dude, right? Yeah. Who yeah. Was, I want to say who there was Turpin's some partner? superhero with him. Who, there's a female blonde short haired police officer. No. Check the tapes. Check the comic book tapes. <laughs> you mean just read the pages? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Either way, she's. Uh, I guess she got transferred over to uh, Gotham PD after this whole thing, right? I mean... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't she have a falling out, I think, with a lover, or maybe it was Turpin? I can't remember. Well, no, she was a she, her female lover. And they even brought up here that, like, are you doing this because of my sexual orientation or my sexual preference. This is like 1993. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't notice that line. Yeah. He, do you have a problem with my gender or my sexuality? And the guy's like, no, I have a problem with your rank. You're a captain telling, you know, chiefs what to do. But they handled it very nicely. Yeah, it says, was it, be- was it because of my gender or my sexual orientation? That's pretty, that's mm. awesome. Hmm. I felt like that, um, before we forget the one issue where the woman comes back that Luther killed, his inner dialogue about the potential of her ruining everything that he's like worked to maintain of being kind of like a good guy, like, whoa, this dead woman that I killed could ruin my right. cover here. Like, how about he this? was sweating it for like 20 pages. I thought that was so well done how he was like ready to press the button to like kill who's ever <laughs> asking him about <laughs> yeah. this scenario. The cyborg Superman. Yeah, yeah. he like he was, his he head had, was hovering he on has that button. this little square remote in his pocket that controls exactly that, like the one trip device in his in the whole world that would like suit his needs right then and there. It was and great. Luckily, Superman was standing on that that exact spot. Came to interrogate him <laughs> yes, in that exactly. exact room. Also, how did like that 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 whole issue? They're working together. Or Superman reaches a conclusion. He's like, "Well, I have something to talk to you about, Lex Luthor." And Lex is like, "Oh crap! He's gonna ask if I killed that woman." And he's like, "No, I've reached this conclusion. Is that what you reached, uh, Lex?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." But then, like, they get so close to her, like regaining consciousness that he's worried what she's going to say, so he triggers the bomb. But, like, couldn't Superman have heard the little button that Lex triggered the bomb with? Like, Well, that one he... ear is gone, so no. <laughs> right, yeah. It, yeah. It's just a plate, you know? Uh, I wish... Th- th- these are the kind of stories that I wish Wizard was readily available on the internet in just text form. Like, I have to feel... I have to believe that they did, like, the, the story of Reign of the Superman... And they interviewed all the editors. They interviewed like mm. people that worked at DC, and they did an oral history of this because there's nothing. I don't I, like. I tried to search for like the story behind this, and I couldn't find anything. Like, I want to read that story. It's yeah. probably so interesting. Yeah, just like what that was going through their heads and stuff like that. That would mm-hmm. be that would be a fantastic story. I mean, it was just great. I so I'm so happy we continued on because this was like a pure joy thing to do it was very good time yeah there you have it really <laughs> superman we got your letters i'm gonna hope i five years later sounds the same farrington's <laughs> gonna read them to you letters at paperkeg.com if you write the show we might read them on the era we got your letters. I'm gonna open them up. 
Tartan's gonna read them to you. Letters at papercake.com. You got a slider where we're on the era. Our first letter. I was waiting for my ticker. Uh, comes to us from dear friend of the show, Troy to the Max, uh, current letter writer. Uh, he says, Wonder Woman Earth 1, listener lightning round. Uh, for being years in the making, Grant Morrison weaves a surprisingly simple tale for once that does nothing new for the character. Yannick Paquette and team kills it on art. Wow. There you have it, folks. Grant Morrison uh, has lost his gusto. He's lost it. Who wrote that? Uh, that was Troy to the Max. He wrote us, Troy. I, I think, two or three episodes ago. Yeah, he does the uh, Review Review show on YouTube as well as... Uh, a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Review Review and... No, I shouldn't have jumped in there because I forgot the other yeah, podcast. But not because it, I don't enjoy you. Troy I did enjoy, if I could throw my two cents in, I, I enjoyed that book. Did you? Yeah. That's on my did, list. Did uh, some kind of scuba diving superhero show up with like a talking hot dog <laughs> and discuss like an alternate timeline where Wonder Woman is an elephant or some goofy S. Yeah, for as much hate and vitriol as Jonesy has for Grant Morrison, he still buys all his books and I reads do. them. I do. I do. I'm, I'm a sucker is what it is. <laughs> yep. You'll learn. Next up, uh, our top alpha Listener lightning round letter writer. I think at oh, this I point, like that. Alpha. Uh, top five bananas on the Twitter. Lumber Janes, written by Grace Ellis and Noelle Stevenson, art by Brooke Allen. When a group of girls encounter a pack of three eyed foxes, their summer camp gets turned upside down as they investigate deeper into a string of mysteries surrounding the woods. Intriguing plot and great cartoony art. But the sometimes immature dialogue made it clear to made it clear that men in their thirties is not the target demographic. I believe that. Um, I, I imagine it causes a lot of squeeze. S Q U double E's, you know, in uh, when somebody was reading. I still uh, here's a a little pullback behind the curtain. I believe Jonesy and I almost did that. Uh, but then we uh, pulled the audible for Table Titans when the hardcover came out. Hmm. Really? The book club was almost Lumberjanes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or Paper Girls, I want to say. I think that was what we were going to do either. And we were just, I think it was getting down the page length. But then I think like the next day we both got our uh, Table Titans hardcovers. So we were like, easy choice. Next week, the final chapter... Or is it? And we're also going to read the final chapter of the Death of Superman storyline. <laughs> Return of Superman. Oh, we were supposed to announce uh, the book clubs for 250 and 249. Ooh. Maybe stay, stay tuned to the fireside if you even know what that is. And we'll, we'll break Niaz. Get your reading bifocals ready. It's going to be a long tripped tell you what Dale's already pooping right now in his underwear (laughs) (laughs) see everybody next week Do you guys watch uh, Flash, The Flash, Mm-mm. on the CW? I'll tell you, as someone who's not a Flash fan, these last couple episodes have been pretty great. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty. 249, episode 250. Is it 
Dale, can you confirm that before we? Oh, uh, why? You know, yeah. Go ahead, go to Dale. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. In my math, in my head, I'm doing the math, right? Got two forty. Oh, next week is would be two forty seven. And then we have two. Okay, so I think it's two forty nine, two fifty. Because we asked what we're gonna do after Return of Superman, which we decided on. I thought you had said we would do a poll for two forty nine. No, I thought the poll was for length of. Uh, I don't even know why I'm even no, stepping in. Jonesy, it's like a child morning, wandering earlier into a parents' on conversation. Yes, you said uh, we could do a poll, preacher book two, and then we. But then, then we went but to then Harbinger. we chose. Yeah, but then we chose Harbinger. Spo- uh, surprise! It's Harbinger guys, two forty nine, two forty eight, whatever number it is. So, so two forty eight is Harbinger, <laughs> old Harbinger, nineties Harbinger, because we're still there. And then two forty nine and two fifty. Mm. We had to split it up, guys. It's huge. You want me to pull? You want me to say? Do it. it? Do it. Okay. Do it. Okay. <laughs> Uncanny X Force. Rick Remender. Writer. <laughs> Who is it, Jerome Opeña on art? Yeah, Rome Opeña. On the first, he did the majority of the first book. And then uh, I think he has a slew of friends mm, man. do the rest. So we're going to yeah. split up. I think there's two, Is it? do they call them compendiums or do they just call them book one or what do they call them on Amazon? I'm getting on that right now. You fill a book. So we're, we're going to split it up. I think it's like three hundo, four hundo pages. Ooh per book mm. so book mm-hmm. one will be 249 250 will be book two so maybe like issues one through 17 and then the next ish episode will be like 17 to 30 whatever Ooh. this is big guys yeah this is real yeah. big better start reading now yeah that's why we're, that's why we're pre-announcing because it's so big I mean, super big. Uh, just sounds... complete collection, volume one, volume two. Okay. They are. Yeah, I'm just thinking about one scene in particular. This is maybe like second to last issue of the series. Wolverine. Oh. Get ready. Just get ready. Mm. Emotionally. I, uh,. I always think about that one ish. I don't want to spoil it for anybody or reveal my thoughts early, but when a certain character uh, creates a fake world for another certain character, and it's like mm-hmm. a whole issue, mm-hmm. and you just want to cry your little eyes out. Because mm-hmm. did it happen? Did it not happen? It's a lot of great stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of callbacks to X-Men lore. I'll tell you what, you can't get a hold of. Is the omnibus impossible to get a hold of for less than two hundred dollars? It has what? all thirty. How many issues does it say? Thirty-seven issues. Yeah. Whew, golly, mm-hmm. that's a lot for one thing. One single binded book. Thirty-five. Because even the Fear Agent Library editions were split up into two. Yeah. Well, that's Dark Horse. You know, they know how to treat. A book. They don't have to treat a lady. Yep. Actually, there's 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, counting the f- couple tie-ins. Oh, yeah. They had a few one-shots, I think. Point one issues, probably. 2.1 issues. Wolverine, Road to Hell. Mm. X-Men Spotlight. Oh, I'm excited. There was a one-shot that Raphael Albuquerque drew. Man alive. They don't make them like this anymore. Gushing in between. (laughs) If we read, starting tonight, nine and a quarter issues a week, we'll be ready to go by showtime. Come on, Jonesy. On top of our current reading schedule. Why do you have to do that? I mean, now, let's not do it. Let's not do it. (laughs) I just like to get in your head, Dale. That's all it is. You're in. Headspace. It's going to be Yidge. 
When's the next meetup? I'm waiting for you guys. You guys dictate to me. I have no voting rights. It's true. I don't vote the A shares. So maybe June, July. Weather's weather's getting nice. Weather's getting real nice. Should, are we going back to Coco's? Are we going somewhere else? Maybe we go somewhere else. Who knows? You know, yeah. Coco's is fine though. Mm-hmm. I had a good time at Coco's. I think Coco's. I think the way our weekends align, I think Slim, maybe you're you're unavailable. And yeah. uh, my weekends are populating quickly. <laughs> so maybe June, just not my wife's birthday. Well, let's order our Adidas warm-ups. And then whenever they come in, we'll know that it's time to start planning. What were our warm-ups for? Yeah. Was this, medi- was this Mediacridad or was this something else? I don't know Oh, anymore. was it our Rocket League team maybe? Oh, Rock- it had to be Rocket League. I think it's for oh, yeah, PK five K. We got to plan PK five K. I mean, you guys. Hey, the, uh, Red Mike D suggested that one that ended at the brewery. Yeah, that seemed and pretty cool. Uh, That's in October or November, I think. Yeah, I was I I CC'd you on my reply, and I didn't get a I didn't even get a, a fave. When you don't get a fave from Dale, oh jeez, then the fave if the fave brothers don't tag each other in on something. And they're CC'd. Something's why, wrong. Why are we drawing me? I don't this? know if the app failed or you're in a doghouse kind of scene. If it was, if you did it on a weekend, about. you know, I don't have, t- I don't have chance. I'm just saying. Look, all right. Yeah, look, I'm, let's do a 5K tomorrow. We're signed up. Fine. <laughs> Be gushing. That that uh, runkeeper has global 5K. The end of May. You just use the app to run your own 5K on your own time. Really? Yeah. And then what? Then you celebrate. Then you then you've, used a 5K. Then you've run three miles. You're three miles from where you started. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, man. No, no. Listen. Don't, I don't want any runner backlash. That was just a joke. That sounds like right? it was a little negative. Yeah. You know? But listen, the cult of runners will have me sprayed out on a table with a bunch of that, that like kung running fu's cleats. not going to save you when you have a horde of runners yeah. on your ass. You, you can, there's no technique to defend against 19 runners and their social media apps. You know, 